0: Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and in this week's quick tip episode, I'm answering a very frequently asked question, especially this time of year, and that's how to stay on track at a party, a game, or a tailgate. So, if you're new to the show, or if you don't know, I live in Nebraska which means there's not a lot of sporting events going on, and Husker football and Husker volleyball are big things this time of year. And last weekend, I went to a Husker football game with my husband. We had a great time, and I felt like it was a really stark contrast between my choices last weekend and my choices five years ago or 10 or 15 years ago. And I feel like I've gained a lot of skills in this area on eating healthy at get-togethers or parties. Now, I'm not perfect, 100% admit that. I really believe that getting off track intentionally and occasionally can and for most people should be part of staying on track so first of all i think that that's helpful to reframe does getting off track really mean to you and to me it means that i made choices out of impulse or unintentionally or i didn't reflect before i went somewhere and i had something that later that night i was like why did i do that i definitely didn't need that So I do include unhealthy food in my healthy lifestyle, but I try to make it intentional um, and more the exception rather than the rule. So here are some things that I thought about that I think you might find helpful going into the weekend if you're going to a game um, or a tailgate or a party. So the first thing that I want you to remember actually came from my pastor in one of his recent sermons. He was talking about how his two older sons who are twins are going off to college. And he said, you know, we just told him be the thermostat, not the thermometer. And what that means is be the person that sets the tone in the room versus be the person that's kind of like the chameleon and you're just doing what other people do. Um, out of maybe fear of judgment, or you don't want to offend them by saying no, when they offer you a food or beverage that you really don't want. So when you think of the thermostat, you can either be the thermostat for the whole room, or you can just be your own thermostat. So really go into whatever social situation, reminding yourself, I'm the thermostat. I am my own thermostat, not a thermometer and kind of put that boundary up. Um, around your choices. You're owning your choices and you're not going to let other people's opinions or more often other people's perceived judgments of you impact your choices. I really see that a lot where they're afraid to offend someone or they were raised maybe like me where a really big value in our family was making other people comfortable. And so sometimes when we make a healthier choice than what someone else chooses to make, we may assume that they think that we think that, they're, that we're better than them, and that's not true. We're just making a different choice. We're making a choice that's good for us and they can make their own choices. So really that's the first tip is be the thermostat, be your own thermostat, not a thermometer. Own your choices. The second thing that I did was I set my intentions. Um, If if you have listened to the podcast, you've heard me speak of the personal faith formula. And that is a document that I created that I read every morning um, as often as I can, really. I think I miss maybe a couple mornings a month. Part of that is the sentence, I prioritize my emotional and physical health every day. So to me, that looks different each day but it reminds me to prioritize my emotional and physical health every day. And it's like, well, what does that look like today for me? And so last Saturday morning in anticipation of the football game, I said, you know, I really don't want to drink today. I don't want to do it. And I don't want to eat the unhealthy food. So I'm just not going to do it today. And that is in such stark contrast to what I would have done five years ago If you're a fellow Nebraska fan, you know they serve Renza's and Valentino's Pizza at the game, and both are so delicious. And so I actually used to get one of each at the game, and that was like my big exception day, and I really um, enjoyed it. I was sometimes intentional about it, but more impulsive than what I would like. And that was a big improvement for me in middle school, where my dad would give me a $20 bill, and I would go spend it all on sugar. I kid you not, I spent, I remember the game. I was just like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I would go buy nachos. I'd get the popcorn. I'd get the Laffy Taffy. I'd get those sugar sticks. And then I would get the Twix and I might get a pop. And it's like, you know, I'd go share with my friends, but I was eating so much sugar. And what was, what I think was the hardest part about that was I was always preoccupied with what am I going to eat next? And I think a lot of people listening, hopefully you can relate to that where you want to be present at the party. You want to be engaged in conversation. You want to be paying attention to the game or talking to the person that you went with, but actually in the back of your mind, you're just thinking about what you're going to eat next and when it's going to come. The other hard thing about the football game was just seeing the amount of pop and um, unhealthy food people eat all game long, you know, so I'd see the same family or the same person get up multiple times during the game to go refill the pop or go get popcorn or go get something else. And I'm like, man, they're missing a lot of the game here. So that was a conversation that I had this week about, um, someone who just really felt like they wanted to be more present at parties and social gatherings and not obsess over the food. So the strategies that I'm sharing with you also help with that. And I think that's where these next strategies come in that I have found really helpful. So setting the intention was the first one. The next one is just eating before I go. Um, so we, it was a two 30 game last Saturday and we met some friends at a tailgate. And of course, you know, there's the booze and there's the cookies and there's all the tailgate food, but I had set the intention that I'm not going to eat at the game. I'm not going to eat at the tailgate, but we are going to go out for a yummy, healthy, really filling meal after the game. And I'm going to have a nutritious breakfast and lunch so that I don't feel hungry and I don't feel deprived. And further, I'm going to take a La Croix and water and be sure that I stay hydrated. And then my other little tip was I packed gum. And anytime I felt the urge to eat, I would just pop in a piece of gum. And that was a really nice cue. Um, and you just forget about it, honestly. It's like those hunger pains, the nostalgic hunger pains, or the fear of judgment, like usually those pass. So if you can have something helpful, like a piece of gum to put in your mouth, um, that works for me. I think it could work for you as well. So eating before I went, what did I have to eat? I think I had a lot of eggs, maybe like four eggs and a quarter of a a cup of cheese, probably some raspberries maybe on the side. And then at lunch, I had a health code shake, which is Dr. Bickman's shake and some frozen berries in that probably. And then I brought my own beverage. So my third tip is to BYOB. Um, and all I brought was a LaCroix and then my water bottle. So the other thing here is like, you save quite a bit of money when you go out (laughs) to a game or something and you don't get the expensive food, you're going to be saving money. And the other thing that I think was helpful was I set those boundaries proactively. Again, in the morning I said, I'm not going to eat at the game and I'm not going to eat or drink at the tailgate. And what that did was it was a hard no. It was a hard boundary that I set once that I didn't have to negotiate or compromise with myself later in the day. And I think that's really important because that's kind of where the obsession over food comes in is when you're like, should I eat this? Should I not eat this? Should I eat this? Should I not eat this? And you get decision fatigue. You tell yourself not to eat the same thing 50 times by the end of the game or the end of the day, you're probably going to give in to some temptation because your willpower battery that gets recharged overnight is drained by the end of the day. If you don't set those intentional firm boundaries about what you will and will not eat and drink, especially in social situations where our emotional energy and attention tends to be drained a little bit more. So having that hard, no, or the hard boundary with alcohol and food helps me so much. And it's not always a hard, no, again, it could be a hard boundary. So I did consider taking like one of my seltzer waters, uh, to the game, to the tailgate, but I just didn't really want to. Um, I did consider having a sweet or something that day, like a cookie at the tailgate. But again, I just didn't want to, I knew that we had, um, I was planning on having a suite on Tuesday. Usually I have one on Saturday or Sunday. I knew that I was having one on Tuesday this week. So I just said no. And that single decision prevented me from having to make that decision over and over and over again in the moment. And it allowed me to be present and engage with family and enjoy the time with my husband and watch the Huskers. So having whatever boundary that is preset and then really committing to stick to it. And then the last thing was I gave my re- myself a reward at the end, right? Because I think that often when we're trying to change a habit, we forget about this part. We think about how hard it can be, how how hard it can feel sometimes and I needed a reward at the end. I'm like, this is going to be new for me. I've never not had pizza at the game. I've never not had a runza at the game. I've never not, I've like never gone to a tailgate without a drink. So this is going to be new and I want something to look forward to afterwards. And so Justin agreed that we could go out for a nicer dinner after the game. And I got some salmon and asparagus and it was delicious. So I think that just to kind of recap those tips, hopefully you can take one or more, um, into your weekend. Another one I didn't use, but I use often is just to bring a dish that you're happy eating. So if you're going to a tailgate and it's a potluck, be sure that you're bringing something healthy so that you have at least one thing there that you can enjoy. So the main points from today's quick tip episode were to be the thermostat, not the thermometer to set your own intentions and remind themselves, remind yourself of your intentions um, before the party. So ideally, like first thing in the morning before the party or the game or the tailgate, eat filling meals before you go. Don't skimp on these meals because if you go and you're hungry or you're feeling um, you're feeling restricted already, that's going to be a little bit harder to resist any unhealthy food. The next one is to BYOB, bring your own beverage, whatever that is for you. Have a hard boundary or a hard no on how much you're going to drink, what you're going to drink, and then what unhealthy food you're going to allow. I typically don't make boundaries around healthy food because... Um, at least for me personally, I don't typically overeat the healthy food. Um, I'm satiated. I I stop naturally. I I just have a tendency to overeat on the unhealthy food. So that's where I need a boundary. And then the last tip was to give yourself a reward at the end. So maybe it's a healthy meal or maybe it's um, a new workout outfit or something fun that is going to give you joy (laughs) that doesn't involve unhealthy food. So I hope that you enjoyed this week's quick tip episode and found it helpful. If you haven't already subscribed and left a review from this podcast, that would be awesome. And be sure to share this episode with a friend if you think they'd find it helpful too. All right. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.